Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah, Dan, and Ed for um, another episode of the Procrastination. Um, first order of business: what I what I just showed Dan earlier today. Um, Daryl Hammond is out as the Colonel. Don't, don't say he's out and then like stop talking like that. It's not like he's well, turning. He, like, he's like waiting he, for the good like response. He was gay, like, like <laughs> he's out. Yeah. As Colonel Sanders, and Norm Macdonald is in. Colonel Sanders is gay. <laughs> For chicken. <laughs> that 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 sounds a lot creepier than I, than I think you intended it to be. Um, but yeah, he's um, like they've replaced uh, Daryl Hammond as Colonel Sanders and have put in Norm Macdonald as Colonel Sanders. Um, despite the fact that they don't look the same, they don't talk the same and they don't like you know norm mcdonald to me it feels like a better colonel well, way better man way way less creepy but still a little hint of creepy because you gotta have that a little bit one thing i like too is that he's self-aware yeah like like yeah. like in if you if you see the new commercial with him like he he kind of like when he's like i'm the real colonel sanders and then kind of shrugs like <laughs> what, what, what are you like, gonna do like i'm not really you know i'm not really <laughs> and um and yeah, I, I really like that the new idea that they're going with it. Like, and I love that they're that they're not just going to dump the uh, the colonel. Like mm. the, that that idea of bringing back the character. Like to me, I still think the creepiest time they ever brought back an owner of a company for commercials was when they brought back Orville Redenbacher. For yeah, man. that was creepy as shit. What was creepy about it? Well, Dude, the, the, have you seen the commercials? I, it's I like, remember. It's like, um, it's like you know how, how oh, Colonel Sanders is. Like, like he, Colonel Sanders to me, when Daryl Ham played him, mm-hmm. it wasn't creepy because of the way he looked. He was creepy more in the way he acted as him. Yeah, Orville Redenbacher looked creepy. It was like imagine imagine um, somebody doing white chicks like uh-huh. that kind of makeup job to make you look like a an old white bald dude. Uh-huh. Like it just it looked. Except, and you didn't have the kind of uh, visual effects money that white chicks would have. So more of a children of the popcorn kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, it was it was just terrible, but like but like yeah, I love I love Norm Macdonald. Period. Oh yeah, like just just the way he acts is is kind of style. He got jokes. Any any reason to have him back in in the mainstream? I I haven't seen him in anything in forever. Yeah, I know. It's just a good thing. I kind of want to talk about. Uh, then do it. Yeah, well, I was I was going to Ed. Uh, so I got back into uh, Japanese anime this past week just because there is no manga you this poor week. poor soul i, I don't <laughs> He's know not coming back is he <laughs> i already caught up on comics except for some dc stuff so i had to read something and then there was no manga so then i had to watch something <laughs> oh. <laughs> um yeah i got into this show called uh, school live uh-huh. which I, t- I tried to show you but you know the internet this whole thing yeah, yeah. um it's it, it's interesting to me because it looks like the kind of anime that i would never watch it, it's that kind of uh, cutesy you know these three girls, and they're going to school, and it's undetermined age, <laughs> and they're adorable. Everybody trips and stuff, and I don't know. Yeah. But then it's called School Live because they live at the school for, for some reason. That's their club. Mm-hmm. And the first episode seems completely fine for most of the episode, and the intro is adorable and whatever. And then at the very end, you realize it's actually the uh, zombie apocalypse, and they're living in the school because they can't leave the school. Oh god, and and the main girl uh, lost her mind. So the whole first episode is from her point of view, and you was like, there's nobody else in the school. She's just she's just in the school talking to herself, except for the except for the the three other girls that are in the club with her. Oh jeez, 
and uh, there's a bunch of hints throughout the episode that you you, you start to see. Um, like you can see, there's actually a cr- there's actually a grave on the roof, mm-hmm. just a cross. Mm-hmm. And at certain points, it looks like the kids are playing soccer on the field, but then you actually realize that they're they're just zombies that are just like um, ambling Ooh. around mm-hmm. down there. And there's, like a, there's a part where they're chasing a dog, like a puppy that they have, and and then he can't. Um, they managed to catch up to it because there's a barricade right there. And you don't even think about it when you first watch the episode, but then you're like, why is there a barricade right there? It's a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, desks and chairs because uh-huh. they're actually blocking off so the zombies can't get to them. Right. And it just keeps kind of expanding like that, and it's interesting. And the first, the, the intro, the intro stays adorable throughout the series with the same song and everything. But from episode two onward, they they throw in zombie imagery and stuff in the same intro. Which is interesting. It's like the same song and it's all adorable. But then, like as she's running, you see that the windows are all broken and there's like zombies coming, trying to come, trying to come in that school. And yeah, it's 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 pretty great. Jeez. And um. Sounds adorable. And the the uh, synopsis for each episode, like if you look at the the info for each episode, it it never keys in the fact that it's a that it's a zombie show. Like like episode two onward, I always say like. Oh, the power is out, so they so they so they decided to like camp indoors and like all these like adorable things. But then, you know, like oh, they decided to go to the mall as a school field trip. But then, in the actual episode, they're going to the mall in order to get supplies because they're running out of supplies. So they mm-hmm. have, they have to go in where all the zombies are, and it's 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 pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It it gives you this weird feeling of dread because it's so adorable, but then the zombie stuff is so the opposite of that. It, yeah. That it gives you a weird feeling that you can't normally get. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Um. What else? I know I had a couple other stuff. Uh. It's so called called um. Sorry. Um. Overlord, which is basically it's one of those. Uh, I feel like all the anime that, that that I watched this season are like typical, but then not. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this one is one of those, uh, they got pulled into the video game kind of, you know, storylines. Uh-huh. Like, Dot .hack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I like it because it, it, it kind of plays with that. Like, it's not actually about him being pulled into the video game. It's that he was in a video game, and then that video game got pulled into an actual fantasy world. It's it's weird. Basically, his whole guild, including him, got pulled into, a like, an actual fantasy world. Mm. But he still, he still retains all the abilities of being, like, a level 100 character and ridiculously overpowered. So it's called it's called Overlord because it's 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 him with this this guild of NPCs that have come to life that are working for him, uh-huh. and it's basically what is he gonna do with it, you know? It's kind of realistic in that he's like, maybe I can take over the world. Like, <laughs> I, I have all this power, you know? And he does some good stop me? and he does some good things because he's like, I don't want to see people dying in front of me, you know? But at the same time, he's like, some things seem a little bit like, I have power, I could totally abuse this if I want to, like, you know? <laughs> And he's like a big skeleton-looking guy because mm-hmm. he was basically like a, like an undead character. Oh yeah, like like so, you you made your character kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it looks all kind and of he's, badass. He's, he still looks like that. He's like super so, badass and huge, you know. So it's Brooke taking over the world. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, pretty much. Um, except that he's only weird in his head because oh. he kind of has like an outward appearance to keep, mm-hmm. but in his head, sometimes it goes into his head, and you can see his actual personality. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and that's pretty good. Um, it's it's very slow, but I kind of like that sometimes, you know. Oh yeah, because you were a big, you were a huge fan of Dot Hack Sign, and that was slow, slow as, as hell. hell. Yeah, <laughs> stupid slow. And then uh, there's another series called uh, Roka Raka. I don't know R O K K A. Braves of the Six Flowers. And it sounds like the most typical thing, also, where it's basically uh, some great evil demon thing shows up every 300 years, and then the, some six guys get reincarnated to uh, six heroes get reincarnated, and they have to fight them. Mm-hmm. 
But then uh, the twist of the series is that there's actually seven this time. And one of them is not, you know, is not uh, on their side. Oh. The seventh one is is an imposter. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets to a point where it becomes basically um, everybody is trapped because of one of them. They all become trapped in this area and they have to figure out which one is the fake one and kill that one. Mm. So it becomes the seven fighting each other and it, it becomes like a, like a murder mystery. And at the same time, there's like a locked room scenario, which is like, uh, you know... Um, like the Saw series? You know? Like the main character. Everyone thinks the main character did it now mm-hmm. because he was he was the only one that could have been in the room. So like, there's no way anybody could have gotten in and out except for you. And you uh, and you were in the room that, that triggered the thing that, that uh, made us all trapped, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's trying, to, he's trying to prove his innocence. And it's it's weird. Like, I almost feel like I... Like, it just drew me in once I got to that part because I couldn't stop... Because I want to know who actually is the one. A lot of things I don't like about the series, but it's that one little twist that makes me hang on. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a if Agatha Christie made an anime. Like <laughs> that'd like, be interesting. Yeah, that's it. Those are the three that I'm watching right now. That's good. They all sound really freaking nuts. Yeah, it's that little twist, man. It's because if it's too typical, I just get bored. Part of me is thinking that like um, that uh, Japan is starting to go more into like the American style. How, like, you know, America always has, like, especially American cartoons, they always have that one little twist or one mm-hmm. little thing that just pops up out of nowhere. Steven Universe does it all the time. Gravity Falls does it all the time. That's true. And I feel like, like, I think that's starting to bleed into uh, what, what what Japan writers are doing, what Japanese writers are doing. Um, which is interesting, because, like, it felt for the longest time that we were taking from... From from yeah from Japan. Japanese ideals and, and and the way they did storytelling, and now I kind of feel like it's being the other way around that like. Well, I think um, it's more like it's being balanced now. Yeah. So we well, I feel like video games work the same way, kind of, right? Yeah. Like I know I know a lot of um a lot of early J- uh, Japanese games had some some relation to the even earlier American games like uh like how RPGs are based on like. D and D kind of stuff, and like those kind of early, even earlier RPGs mm-hmm. that we had on PC and stuff. Right. And then the same thing happened uh, in reverse, where we started taking from, from Japanese games, and then now it's kind of going back again, where they're taking from like American-made games. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially now too, because like there's so many more American games coming out mm-hmm. in this day and age than there was like you know in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They have Nintendo and Sega kind of thing. Yep. And that's always fun. Games are fun. Speaking of which, the Kingdom Hearts 3 the announcement of Big Hero 6. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a bunch of D20. Uh, what was it called? D23? D23. That expo? Yeah. yeah. It sounds like somebody's cheating at Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you got a 23? What the hell? <laughs> How did you get a 23 die? There's only 20 sides. <laughs> yeah, two, yeah, two die. Dice. Whatever. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, there was uh, Big Hero 6 and Kingdom Hearts 3. There was a Star Wars expansion for the, for the Disney parks. What I wanted to see, what what I was, what I heard about, and I I don't know if you put this in your notes too. Mm-hmm. Um, this year marks, I think, the twentieth anniversary of a Goofy movie. Really? Yeah. Nah, that was none of my notes. A Goofy movie is probably one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. I I, I did not I, know that. Yeah. The they had um, what's his face? They had Robert Paulson there. They had a bunch of the actors from the original movie there. Um, they they played the movie, had a live Q and A. I they, think. They yeah. even sang Powerline songs. Did they did they stand out above the crowd? <laughs> Obviously, they did. Well, they had to shout out loud. Oh. Um, but yeah, like like they had they had Powerline singalongs. Nice. They had people singing "Stand Out" and "Eye to Eye," and I was like, oh, 
I wanted to go to that. Like, I freaking love... Um, Wasn't it like 70 bucks to get in? Probably. Uh, I wouldn't... Add it. I heard it might have been cheaper if you got, like, a day pass. Uh, like, if you got the weekend, it might have been 70. Yeah. I think it might have been cheaper. Um, and, and yeah, like, I, I would love to... The one thing, though, that I heard that was mm-hmm. that was a jerk was going to any Star Wars panels. And a lot of that was just because of the fact that, you know... You'd go maybe three hours before the panel, mm-hmm. thinking to yourself, you know, okay. Oh, that's that, plenty of time. That's plenty of time. People people stayed the day before. Jeez. And, and stood in line. And, like, some pe- and like people people who were, like, going in, like, three hours ahead. Like, nope, that's the cutoff. Like, you can't come in because these people were here all day. Yeah. Like, and to me, that's, that's just kind of messed up just in the sense that, like, like you, you're going to miss an entire day of conventioning. Just, like just to see like a couple just to see, yeah, just, just to see like those concept arts because we're gonna have like a trailer. It's gonna be concept arts. And yeah, and I mean everything that cool so far that happened for Force Awakens. I feel was last year. Like that was when they introduced BB-8 and like showed off that mm-hmm. it was an actual robot as opposed to being a CGI thing. Yeah, but like, that was all Comic Con though, right? Oh, I think that was. Yeah, see, but like, I'm that's like, my point. That's my point. So, yeah. like, I'm like, that was cool. I'm like. I'm like, how are you gonna top that? Is there a new trailer? No. Like you, like you said, it's probably just a bunch of concept stuff and new mm-hmm. little talking. And I mean, <sighs> oh yeah, what else was there? Um, oh, the sad thing that I noticed is that apparently, um, Innoventions is closing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Disneyland. I, I actually like that place. I did like it too. Um, I did hear. I remember hearing years ago that they were gonna turn it into like Tony Stark's. Um, I think lab that would have been cool, but yeah, I think they're they're closing it for the Star Wars thing. I assume. Yeah, they're, they're closing interventions. I believe Autopia is closing. Mm-hmm. Maybe the the submarines. I'm not sure how well that's doing because that was turned into a Finding Nemo ride. Yeah, yeah, I don't but know the, about that. That's either. like right next to Autopia, and I know that Autopia is closing for the simple fact that um, well, Chevron's pulling their their sponsorship of it, uh. and it's like there's never a line like anymore. Like like Autopia when they re, when they redid it and put when, in newer cars and like even had the little off road thing. A little bit yeah. when cars came in with uh, yeah, it it, it kind of killed the thing. And in all honesty, like if you're gonna like if you're gonna do a cars thing, just yeah, like it, they, they have cars. you have the drag racing thing over at Cars Land in, in California Adventure. There's really no what's, need for an Autopia. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so like uh, that that whole back area of of, of Tomorrowland is gonna be reduced for more Star Wars stuff. And then I've even heard that certain um certain rides that already exist are gonna be. Transformed. I've heard like there's gonna be hyperspace mountain. Really? Ah, oh. oh, okay. Yeah, because they did say there was gonna be one where you get to be in the uh, the Millennium Falcon, right? Mm-hmm. That was gonna be a new ride, and there was gonna be a second new ride, which I don't even think I wrote down. What the hell is an aluminum falcon? <laughs> oh yeah, it just said an epic Star Wars adventure that puts guests in the middle of a uh, climactic battle, which could mean anything really. Wasn't that the first Star Tours? <laughs> That's right. That. But I'm like, I'm... even the revamped Star Tours. There's like six different versions of it. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, like in the fr- in the first one, you 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 go into light speed, and then when you leave light speed, you're like right in the middle of like a big Rebels versus Empire yeah, battle. That's, that's exactly what I thought. But I love Star Tours, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, me too. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, here's a little trick. When you first sit down at the at the at Star Tours, look around a lot. Mm-hmm. I've heard that that is the trick that gets to getting you picked to as the, the rebel spy. Nice. 
Nice. Like just just keep it. looking around. Like like look suspicious, so that way you can pick. <laughs> just uh, shift your eyes left and right. That yeah. way they know. Yeah, like you're the evil dog in a movie. Exactly. No one suspects. See, you can make references. <laughs> um, yeah. what else? Uh, they're they're making in um a musical version of Jack and the Beanstalk called Gigantic. I'm hoping. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. But it, it? no no no. Well, a I love the Mickey Mouse and the Beanstalk. Yeah, yeah. That was the, that was the, one of the best. The greatest. Um, but part of me, and I know they're probably not going to do this, wants the Pixies in that soundtrack. If you're going to have a movie called Gigantic and not have Gigantic by the Pixies, although I think that song is a little bit dirtier than what you would want. They can clean it up. It's fine. Yeah, no. yeah they could just take parts. Yeah, when it's like, oh, what is it? Well, then again, that's when I don't want it. It's like when uh, they did Sky High and I think Bowling for Soup did a cover of um, <laughs> I Melt With You uh, by Modern English and they replaced the phrase making love to you was never second best to being friends with you. Wow. That's, I just that that's makes like, me I'm like wait I'm, I pull my previous argument back. I don't know why I even laughed. Like he just said bowling for soup and I just laughed for no reason. Like <laughs> like just the, just a mention of bowling for soup made me laugh for some reason. I felt bad because I like them as a band and then like I mean and then like you know they get the Phineas and Ferb thing and I'm like okay well cool and then it, they started getting other Disney jobs and I'm like okay this isn't cool anymore. Yeah I'm sad now. <laughs> uh. What else? Toy Story Four is gonna ha- is gonna be about Woody falling in love with Bo Peep apparently. Oh, uh, is, is it a prequel? That's what I'm saying. Is it a prequel? Did they find they, her back again? What's what's going on? Because she's gone, right? Yeah, yeah she she's she's disappeared in three. She, like she was yard sale. I'm, I'm gonna say yard sale. Yeah, yeah, that's all they say is that it's about him falling in love with Bo Peep. So I assume it's a prequel, which means no buzz. I guess. Yeah, it's gonna be it's, weird. You know, especially considering Tim Allen's still working for ABC. Hmm. He's got a show. Hmm. He does? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's one of those shows where it's like, you don't know it exists until you see an episode, and you're like, oh. And then the words out of your mouth is, this exists? He's got that show, Last Man Standing. I think I heard about that. Yeah, it's Uh, it's been on for like three years, and like nobody, there's like little to no, I think it's one of those shows where where like, um, like according to Jim. After a while, all they wanted to do for According to Jim, knowing that it had poor ratings, but knowing that it could probably sell well in reruns, they recorded it until they hit 64 episodes, which I believe is the mandatory amount. Oh, and then they just amount. did repeats after that. Exactly. It's the mandatory amount. Yeah, syndication. That's the word. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because they, they did that with a bunch of stuff. Like They did the same thing with uh, Star Trek Enterprise, the, the, the prequel one with Scott Bakula. Oh, okay. That one didn't do nearly as well as any of the other Star Wars. Is that, I think it was the lowest rated yeah. Star Wars uh, Star, Star Wars Star Trek. Star Trek series of all time, and uh, they just did it until they got to I think five seasons, and then pulled it, and then so that we can they can sell it in in that regard. Uh, speaking of of uh, Star Trek, uh, probably the weirdest uh, comic book crossover is happening right now. I don't know if you heard about it. Uh, Star Trek and Green Lantern. What? Did you not know about this? Yeah, I, I I had I had read about it, and I'm like, what is what is this? Apparently, like all the Star Trek uh, people are getting rings now, <laughs> so it's like the, the, like all the spectrum is, is happening to them, okay. and like they're like the bad guys are getting like like yellow rings, like they're like Klingons with yellow rings and stuff. And <sighs> I thought yeah. I thought I'd seen it all when I saw Star Trek Doctor Who. That was pretty good though. I liked that. It was good. I'm not I'm not denying the the goodness of it. I'm just saying that like. 
I thought that was a reach. Yeah. Like, like it'd be like if all of a sudden I hear of Star Trek Ninja Turtles coming out of nowhere, I'd be like, what? But then, like, <laughs> but knowing they're both IDW, I'd be like, yeah. maybe, well, okay, the, that well, could be. Well, they did Power Rangers and TMNT, so. Power Rangers and TMNT. They did, I think they did Transformers TMNT not too long no, they ago. I know uh, they did uh, Power Rangers in TMNT. In comic book form? Show. I, I, know, show. I know the show. Like I remember that episode of the show. I'm still trying to figure out if if Transformers and Marvel are in the same universe or not. Because they did crossovers and they were like mid storyline. Like like I like for like for the Marvel characters, they were they were mid storyline and then they continue storyline continues after the Transformers stuff. Uh-huh. So it seems like it's in in universe. And it was it was uh, Transformers was Marvel at the time. Hmm. So I feel like is it. Like, are they part of the main Marvel Universe or not? Well, I know that Transformers and G.I. Joe take place in the same universe. There's been, there's actually been numerous crossovers yeah, between yeah. the two. So does that like, mean G.I. Joe is part of the Marvel Universe? Yes. This is going to go into that St. Elsewhere thing where, like, everything, <laughs> every TV show that you know and love is now from the mindset of an autistic child with a snow globe in his hand. So it's like it's going to be the same thing that the Transformers exist everywhere. <laughs> And anything that is ever, I'm, I'm okay with. Well, this. there are like there are some toys that have like transforming like uh, kept the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, there's Star Wars Transformers. <laughs> Star. There's, there's been numerous things like that, or even even McDonald's food. I still have my McDonald's Transformers from when I, I was a did kid. Did I give you one? Like I think a, you did. A, I have a shake. I have a shake. Yeah, I think I got. I think you gave me the shake. I have the shake. I have um, the Big Mac. I have there's the fries. Fries, um, a cheeseburger, a breakfast sandwich, and I know it's in my room somewhere. A breakfast platter mm. that turns into one as well. Oh, okay. Those were cool, badass toys. I yeah, they're, they're, I miss those. Like the 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 McDonald's. If you're listening, bring them back. Yeah, bring back transforming food. Then right, add, was... add Oreo bot. <laughs> bring back Oreo bot. <laughs> Well, now you can even do oranges too, because like they have like those cuties yeah. or like, that that they sell now for like. Just don't bring back the, the Happy Meal creepy face. Yeah, creepy face. Oh god, creepy face transformer. <laughs> no. <laughs> what have we done? Although for that one, like all the other ones were like you actually had to go click, click, like turn yeah. everything and stuff of like that. If I want there to just be a button that turns the box into the I, creepy face. Actually, they could probably do that if they just made it like a like an origami type of thing, like like fold here, fold here, and it turns it into a. Transformer, like maybe the inside is like Transformer. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like I used to have the old. I remember when the first movie came out. You can either get it in the normal DVD, or you can get it in a transforming Optimus Prime box that could literally like just stand up and had the face. And you everything. gotta get that. Yeah, and then when they made Revenge of the Fallen, they had a limited edition Bumblebee one, I believe, and I could never find the Bumblebee one. Mm. I've, I'd seen it in places, but never like in a. You know, opportunity never, for me to buy it. Never hold it. Oh, you know, I told you about this. <laughs> I found a I found a Reddit that's called uh, I think it's just called uh, Shut Up and Take My Money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's it, it's what you would think it is, right? Mm-hmm. I just love some of the stuff that I find on here. Like uh, I told you this uh, a Killing Hitler uh, Choose Your Own Adventure book, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, you're you're playing a time traveler. Alright, it's a, you know, it's a two-joint adventure book, so you know you, yeah, you read it and you, just choose, yeah, you change pages to find out what you're gonna do. And the whole point of it is that you're a time traveler and you're just trying to you're just trying to kill Hitler, and you just choose how to do it based on you know your, your choices. And the cover shows that like you can kill you can actually kill Hitler like the normal way, or you can also like make Some, him they can become like a popular painter, <laughs> so that he never actually turns into yeah. Hitler basically, you know. 
He just stays painting. Well, I always remember that one Tumblr post when, when someone was like, do you like this art? You just enjoyed the works of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> and then somebody went, this art is crap. And then they show like all of the mistakes in his art. Like, who puts a window underneath the staircase? Where is this? Like, It's like every single piece of crap in yeah. his art that was wrong. It's like, why would I enjoy this? It doesn't. It's supposed to be like realistic, but it doesn't look realistic at all. Uh, um, oh, and I also found a thing. Apparently, Hasbro is making a game that's just called Pie Face. And it's a Go game on. where you get hit in the face with a pie. Go on. <laughs> um, you got my attention. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> is it a real pie? Or is this... No, no. It's, uh, well, I will improve this game. <laughs> maybe you can you can make it work. It's basically just a hand that you put the thing in. And it, and it just acts like a, like, a, like a Russian roulette with a pie. <laughs> It's just used whipped cream or a, it gives you a wet sponge for some uh. reason. But I assume you could do an actual pie on there. And yeah. all, all it is is you just turn the crank and, you know, you just... It made me it made me laugh at the idea that, like, you know, you don't use real pies. And I thought, like, some hard plastic pie that just hits you in the forehead. You're like, son of a bitch. Knocks out, knocks like, out a bunch of kids. Like, shards of plastic in your face. Yeah. I was a little bit worried... When you said that the name of the, sh- of the game was Pie Face, I'm like, mm-hmm. they, they, they should probably come up with a better name for that. Because I don't know if you remember, back in the 60s. We definitely remember this. It was a character, there was a character in Green Lantern um, who basically, he's in the movie actually. He's the guy with the glasses that, that Hal Jordan shows himself to. The one with oh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yeah. In the in the original comics in the 60s, um, he's, he's of Eskimo descent. Mm-hmm. He's Inuit, and um, they call him Pie Face, Eskimo Pie, oh. Pie Face. So it was slightly racist, but not quite. Someone here, Hasbro's got a king called Pie Face. One, this doesn't sound good. What's he got against Eskimos? <laughs> like I'm always supposed to be like a term of endearment, but at the back of my mind, I'm like, don't f- call me that. <laughs> I didn't call you Pie Face. So the game is called Pie Face. No, no, not you. Not you specifically, but okay. I mean, like, if Hasbro. I was in that guy's shoes, I'm like, oh, just don't, don't, make him f- like, <laughs> don't make fun of me. Yeah, you're, you're literally making fun of my descent. Uh, I don't know how to transition from that. Uh, <laughs> from racism to toys. I, I Racist toys. <laughs> I actually have some, some bear news, which I haven't done in a while. Oh, yeah, right, this week yeah, in yeah. Bear Story. Yeah, it's... I don't have much for this. I literally just saw it on the TV and I couldn't find anything about it. But apparently, a man in a realistic bear costume was found harassing wild bears in Alaska. <laughs> he was apparently just like he literally just drove up his car, drove his car up to some bears, walked out, like jumped around and like made noises at them, and then got in his car and left. Like, <laughs> and, and nobody knows who he is. They just people just they're just witnesses to this, and they don't know what that was about. Did you see what kind of car it was? It was a, it was a red uh, truck or something. I'm just imagining like I'm bored. <laughs> it's, gonna, Probably. It's, it's just some furry that had had the suit already. <laughs> well, like um, have you seen the new commercial for I think it's Pepsi? Uh-huh. Because Pepsi's running a promotion where... <laughs> is that the commercial? Because that's such a good commercial no. for Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't good. No, there's a... There's like a commer- Because currently, currently there's a promotion for Pepsi where they're talking about like how you can get tickets to concerts and stuff like that, uh-huh. but only through Pepsi. And the commercial begins with like two people, one with a Pepsi and one with a Coke. And they said, would you like tickets to da-da-da-da-da? It's like, you can only get it through Pepsi. And the guy with the Coke's like, aw. And the guy with the Pepsi's like, well, I mean, look at this way. You still got the bear. And he turns and there's like a... There's a, a 
polar bear just like gently caressing his face. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's great. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> uh, I always wonder, like, like, I always feel like I'm surprised that they can use Coke, you know, use their, their, their likeness and stuff in their commercials. Yeah, I know. When you consider the fact that, um, like, you know, you see other companies that they can't do that, but, like, you, they, they can hint at it. Yeah, exactly. They can't, like, like, Verizon, whenever they say, like, here's our map, and here's our competitors' maps, and you see blue, yellow, and pink. And like, it's like, you know which ones they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, but they're not going to say it. And yeah. it's like, but then, like, yeah, they do that a lot with sodas. I, th- I, th- I think uh, with Coke and Pepsi, it's like they, they like that rivalry. So it's, it's, yeah. oh, it's okay for them. Yeah, yeah I, I think Because so. I, I remember reading a story that um, a long time ago, some guy from uh, Coca Cola went to Pepsi and said, like, Hey, I got the secret ingredient. I'll sell it to you. What Pepsi did is called Coca Cola and told him, Hey, one of your employees actually selling the secret ingredients. Yeah, he's trying to sell your stuff. Yeah, that's cool. E- e- even though they're the rivals, they like that competition. So it's like, <laughs> meanwhile, RC Cola is off in the back one. I exist. <laughs> okay. Because because that, that's the one thing that's always said. All the other ones, it's the cola that is the forerunner. Yeah. You know, it's Pepsi, Coke. But then for RC, it's Seven Up. Seven Up is the is the main company. Huh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is always interesting. Well, 7-Up's good. I know, it, it is good. <laughs> I like 7-Up. I used to like Sierra Mist the, the most, but then like they changed their their Flavor. recipe, and it, it just doesn't taste as good. Because I used to like, because Sprite, to me, was light on bubbles, 7-Up was heavy on bubbles, and Sierra Mist was the like middle. the perfect, yeah, it was right mm-hmm. in the middle. And then they, they started making it all natural with only like five ingredients, and I'm like, Do you want the, the ingredient you're missing is taste. <laughs> like, this this podcast sponsored by every soda company. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Give us crates of your stuff and we'll take. It. <laughs> I'll do an entire podcast of just just sodas. I was just. I'll dress up in an entire Dr Pepper <laughs> suit. <laughs> it's 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 not. We don't even talk during the podcast. Just like. <sighs> we turn to face it, even though there's no camera to show. Oh, that crisp, refreshing taste of. That's the that's the cover photo. <laughs> Will do. Um, oh, that uh, that that PS Plus voting thing started. Oh, it did. Yeah, it kind of sucks because it's apparently only for PS4 though. So you have yeah you have to actually go into the store with the PS4 in order to vote. Oh, okay. So you actually take your PS4 and go into a store. Yeah, no, no, no. You go on the PlayStation <laughs> store. No, no. Use your I'm going my version now. Fine, dude. You don't have a PS4. We talking about. Oh. <laughs> so there's. I'm sorry. Sony, you're listening. Uh, so there's. There's uh, three games this month. Grow Home, mm-hmm. which is a uh, procedurally generated vertical platformer. It's basically you're you're running on vines and stuff. Oh, okay. You're, you're trying to get to the very top of the beanstalk, essentially. Uh, there's uh, Zombie Vikings, which is like a beat-em-up, but with like a cardboard, like a paper cutout characters mm. of like Vikings and things. And then there's um, 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 Arnello, apparently, which is a fantasy board game. Which is uh, it's like four players up to. Mm. It's kind of like D and D as a board game, but as a as a PS4 game. <laughs> it it kind of looks the most interesting to me personally. But the the zombie Vikings ones actually caught my attention. Yeah, I, it's just the art style and everything like that. Yeah, to me that sounds like that almost makes you think of um, like Battle Block Theater, like kind of the way that it, that's that, yeah, kinda. that starts. Yeah, I just I just need to hear Stamper go. You thought it was done. <laughs> 
I just feel like I kind of want another another board game, video game, because we haven't really played one of that. I love any kind of multiplayer game, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't played the one since uh, what was the one for the Wii that we ended up playing for forever? Oh my god, I f- uh, Dokopan, Dokopan yeah. Kingdom. Like, yeah. I, want, I want another experience like that. So I kind of want to play that one. I want an experience like that, but I want it shorter. <laughs> no, no, I want it longer. No, because because like I mean, like Mario Party is really short. If mm-hmm. you if you if like even. I mean, if you go fifty turns, but I mean, like, but I mean, like you can you can finish it pretty quickly. Dokopan took weeks to finish that game. Well, I feel, I feel like it's necessary almost because I feel like you don't go back to Dokopan. You're gonna play it once, <laughs> so you can't make that as long as possible. Mario Party has a has a replay factor. Yeah, I I kind of want another Fortune Street actually. Like I really liked Fortune Street playing that. Good. One. Those games never come out over here because they're always like crossovers with other other companies, and they never want to bring it over here. Yeah, that's it's why always I like, like Final Fantasy and and uh, Dragon Quest meets some other crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I like the one for the Wii that came out, the one with uh, Mario and them, and then the Dragon Quest people. Yeah, because I thought that was fun. I thought that like I enjoyed the hell out of it, and I think my copy is still at our friend Andy's house. <laughs> You gotta pay him a visit now. Well, because all of our games are everywhere. Well, it's yeah. because of the fact that it's because of the fact that um, that it's a multiplayer game. Yeah, and, we, and usually I don't have people over at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's either gonna be at Andy's house or at Dan's house. That's probably the only two. Oh, I actually have a uh, Japan story too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new a new show started, a new live action show, not an anime. Go on. Uh, it's called uh, Dosu Koi Musical. It's a TV show. That combines Glee with sumo wrestling, and it's 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 pretty great. <laughs> what's this? What's this show called? Dosu Koi Musical. Oh. Yeah, it's apparently about a a kid that was being made fun of for being fat, so he ends up joining the sumo wrestling. And I don't know where the singing comes in, but they they sing. <laughs> they sing and dance, and at one point. It, it cuts to them all wearing nice suits, but then all the other sumo wrestlers are wearing dresses for some reason, and <laughs> they're all they're all dancing. <laughs> I, I love keep, it. I want to watch this when we come back. The Japanese kid was apparently uh, made popular when he sang a cover of "Of I Will Always Love You." <laughs> I was afraid it was going to be the one that got popular for singing Ken Lee. I think it was Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You've heard about that one, right? No. Um, it's it was this guy who appeared on on no, it was a woman who appeared on um, the Korean version, I believe, of American Idol or Pop Idol. Is it the one where she's trying to? Is she singing the English song? And they're like, "What language is that?" Like, "Oh, it's English." Yeah, just, but she she didn't understand English at all. So it's like, uh, can, can Lee if Libo Debo doubt you? <laughs> <laughs> because she herself didn't know the words to the actual yeah, song. Yeah, and then even them were like, "Oh." It's not called Ken Lee, like it, and like it's not even can't live because those are the words that she like she thinks can't live is Ken Lee. Mm-hmm. He's like it's actually called this, <laughs> like like you're not even referencing the right yeah, part. Yeah, of you're the not song. even getting the right part wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's like it, it, yeah, like these are TV is getting really interesting this year, and I think part of that is because of the fact that we're doing those um, anthology series now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm excited for the new season of Fargo. Have you seen that? They got like, no. um, like they got nobody from the from the first season. So there's like what? no, yeah, it's everybody's all new. Oh, um, okay, like they got Ted Danson. They have um, um, the guy that play the the main guy from Burn Notice is in it, and I think he's the bad guy. 
Huh. Um, I can see that. Like it, it looks interesting. Like, and I want to see that too. And I love the, I love how in the new, uh, at the end of it, um, the commercial. Uh, I keep wanting to call him just Michael Weston, but that was his character's name. <laughs> Bernard. Um, he, they just beat up everybody inside a donut shop, and uh-huh. he just like walks up to the counter. One chocolate, please. <laughs> he says, like, so nice and polite. And, like, and Everyone's I wonder if him. anyone's ever just changed their name legally to their character's name. <laughs> it's like, let's make it easy for everybody that just calls them that all the time. <laughs> well, it's like, what is it? What's his name? Um, because I know his last name is Donovan. I just forget his first name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, like, or then when characters really commit, like, when was it Kiefer Sutherland actually had a tattoo put on his arm um, because his. His character Jack Bauer had to have a tattoo in oh, okay. season two, rather than just have them redo the tattoo every time he needed to go on screen, yeah. like you know, show off his arm. He just had the tattoo put on, and just and he wears still, it. He still has it. Yeah, nice. He ne- never had it removed or anything. He likes it. That's cool. Um, yeah, like I, I'm looking forward to that new Scream Queen show, just because it looks stupid, but I th- it's intentionally stupid. Like you, I think I would just watch it for for that one girl. Uh, what is her name? They go. They went to Evo. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she's in there, right? Yeah, because she's the original Scream Queen. Yeah, I remember somebody. Somebody asked her why she hadn't been to Comic Con before. She said because I've just been selling yogurt that makes you poop. <laughs> like I, I have I had no reason to come. Like. Yeah, like like I like her in it, and then they got that one. See, there's another one. I don't know her name. I know her. I, I think it's Emma Roberts. Uh huh. Yeah. The one from uh, American Horror Story Coven. Uh, Surprise, bitch! Because she thought oh, you're her. Yeah, yeah okay. her. She's in it. She's okay. like one of the. She's like one of the main uh, sorority girls. Scream in queen. They should call her meme queen. <laughs> <laughs> that was today's Tumblr phrase of the day. <laughs> I, the I, 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 I can't even right now. <laughs> I can't even. Social justice. Um, supernatural Sherlock. Doctor Who, Doctor Who, Doctor Who. Super Hulak. Super Hulak. Okay. I think we've covered all of Tumblr. (laughs) That's all you ever need to know about Tumblr. (laughs) Uh, I wonder if there are no heroes. Heroes reborn. Because they did it horribly in season three. Like, that was, like, the worst one, but then... This is, like, the original writers, right? Yeah, Yeah. this is the original writers. So, actually... So, there's a good chance. I like the, the idea of the villain for this one, that it's just, like, some normal dude that's, like... Like that was one thing I didn't like about Heroes was when you make an invincible villain like Sylar. Yeah. Like, especially in the second mm-hmm. season when he gets the cheerleader's powers. Now it's like you can't kill him, and it's like. Well, that's why they had to make him like a like maybe a good guy kind of thing where they keep they keep kind yeah, of that's, that maybe that's he'll the be good. going downhill. Yeah, exactly. It just got really weird. But now you got like it's just like basically there's 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 the problem that could destroy the Earth, and just that normal human guy who's just effing everything up. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, Zachary Levy. Good old Chuck. Um, oh, did you guys hear about? <laughs> did you guys hear about a uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur? Oh yeah, yeah. Apparently, it was originally Moon Boy, like from like years ago. Like, oh yeah, that that was his his companion up from the beginning, more or less. Because I had always heard of Devil Dinosaur, I never knew Moon Boy. He's <laughs> he, he's a small small monkey man that rides him basically. Oh, okay. The, the idea was that he's supposed to be the first evolved human. He's basically he, he, he's human. Uh-huh. He looks he looks kind of caveman-ish and like he's a, he's a kid. Uh-huh. But the reason why he's called Moon Boy is because his destiny is to eventually go to the moon, or his race's destiny is to go to the moon because uh-huh. he's the first human. Uh-huh. So that's why he's called Moon Boy. Nice. And uh, yeah, 
But this girl it sounds like she's gonna be like a little super genius kind of person. Like they they said she's she's supposed to be like Inspector Gadget if she knew what she was doing. Nice, nice. So Penny, if she was yeah. made Inspector Gadget. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know what her power is supposed to be though, because she's supposed to be um an inhuman. Oh, okay. So I don't know what her actual power is gonna be, but apparently she's 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 in New York with with Devil Dinosaur. So I think it must be something to help her hide the fact that she's with a giant red dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Somehow they get Nightcrawler's old transforming watch. <laughs> Just attach it to Devil Dinosaur's wrist. So it looks like a 15-year-old boy instead of a giant red dinosaur. And then he can still turn into a dinosaur like this one. Yeah. Oh, uh, should I do the miscalculation now? You want me yeah. to do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, we, we had a vote. I did I did two polls online. It was between Tangent Tracker and Miscalculation. Yes, and um, <laughs> all five of you voted. And, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we heard you. We, we listened. Um, so it's, it's now the Miscalculation. That one has won out. So congratulations, John Gamero of Germany. You will be getting referenced today. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just happened right now. Yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so I'm just going to run through these real quick again, just like the last time. <laughs> I, I called Iori from, from KOF uh, Urian for some reason. <laughs> I guess I just really missed that character. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's not even close. Uh <laughs> Uh, Donald Trump said, if it weren't for me, you wouldn't even be talking about illegal immigration. This was not a subject on anybody's mind at my announcement, except for the reporters are, who are a very dishonest lot. So he thinks that we never talk, that no one talks about illegal immigration, ever? Like, I'm pretty sure no one ever stops talking about illegal immigration. <laughs> uh, oh, there was, a, there was a speed run of uh, Roundabout at uh, SGDQ, mm-hmm. which I, because I brought up that, that game before. And it's, you know, it's just just to recap, it's a game where you play as a limo driver who, who can't stop spinning. Oh. <laughs> so the limo is just constantly spinning. So it's called Roundabout. <laughs> and uh, it's it's pretty amazing. The live action sequences in that game are made to look like a 70s porn shoot, according to the creator. Nice. <laughs> and, it, and they were filmed, they were all filmed in a warehouse. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, and you, uh, Isaiah, you asked if there's any way to turn around because you're always spinning in one direction. Mm. There's actually... Uh, like those those tires that they have, at like uh, like NASCAR, yeah, yeah, those like piles of tires that go up, yeah, you can hit those. And you bounce around, oh, okay, the, you bounce the other direction. Um, oh, I I tried to say that I thought Peter Parker from 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 the uh, the new Marvel after the event was gonna be the Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I renew your vows, but that's pretty clearly not gonna be the case because he's supposed to. He's supposed to be turning into Tony Stark. He's traveling around Europe. Right. Uh, and they show him with like girls on both arms and stuff. So I don't think it's the one that's married. <laughs> <laughs> or if it is, it's, it's like a scumbag. <laughs> uh, a Cap wasn't a founding member of the Avengers. Which we actually said, which is not true at all. Because he was found by the Avengers. Oh, yeah, that's true. It would make no sense. <laughs> you could also argue that Hulk wasn't one because he was the villain of the first issue. But That's true. I mean, he was in the first issue and he joined them by the end of the first issue. So I, I don't know if you want to count that. Um, I feel that's one of those ones where it's like he like they weren't even the Avengers yet until he joined. They, they were just like yeah, a group that. of a group of heroes together. They didn't name themselves yet. Uh, there was a Fantastic Four cartoon in the '60s, the '70s, uh, the '90s, and 2006. It was one, with, <laughs> one specific, yeah, the 2006 one. That's the one I was telling you about. The one where it kind of looked like anime-ish. Oh, okay. And oh, um, so weird. The looking. thing, the thing had like. Um, the Fantastic Four logo spray painted on his chest. I was like, that was just yeah. 
Yeah, not, not a good one. It it kind of looked yeah, kind of like animated. Kind of looked almost like uh, there there was like some some CGI elements with the cars and things. It, it looked Code Lyoko ish. Yeah, not 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 good animation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Then the first episode just went in like it was just it was it was uh, it was them getting getting tried in a court in space and a whole bunch of yeah it was it was crazy. Um, <laughs> Uncle Ben met met Peter in the afterlife in in, in Ultimate Spider-Man after he died, which was kind of interesting. Hmm. I completely forgot about that whole scene. But then Peter Barker, Ultimate Peter Barker came back <laughs> after that. So like is, is he just did just leave the room? <laughs> Didn't we say that before? We're like yeah, the only he, person you'll meet in heaven well, is that's Uncle what I'm Ben. <laughs> yeah, but but in the Ultimate Universe, I'm just saying that like he he welcomed Peter into the afterlife after his character died in Ultimate, but uh. then he just like came back later, and like, I just felt bad for him. Like, <laughs> you can just imagine Uncle Ben hugging him and boop. <laughs> no, <laughs> not again. Uh, I actually liked. Um, uh, death from from Sandman. Mm-hmm. She she was in a DC comic after the uh, Black Lantern thing. Oh yeah, and and uh, she was talking to Lex who was who was dying, mm-hmm. and, and Lex was like, "Why did you let all that happen? All those people came back from the dead and stuff." And she's like, eh, "I don't I don't care. People come back sometimes. It's fine." Like, <laughs> she goes, "They're gonna die again eventually. I don't. <laughs> it's not my job to make sure they don't come back every once in a while." <laughs> like, yeah, but. Uh, what was I at? Uh, um, I remember my sister. Hold on. One of my one of her favorite shirts was actually a picture uh, a shirt that had death from the Sandman, like drinking a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. like at a coffee shop. She didn't know who it was. For she she's had that shirt Years. for like yeah like ten almost over a decade probably, and she never knew who it was. Huh. <laughs> but she just loved the way she looked. Yeah, she, she loved just... the image. It looked really cool. And then but then like finally someone said. Dude, you like death? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go on. And then it's like, no, you're sure it's death. It's like, oh, cool. <laughs> like my my sister isn't isn't not a nerd. Yeah, because you know, she 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 reads. But you she have read, to. But you basically have to read Sandman to get that. Yeah, she she liked the the image of the shirt. She just never read Sandman. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had collected like comic books like the Max. Back in the day, yeah, and like you know, a bunch of stuff like that. Like I'm not, I'm not denying my sister her nerd cred. It's just that she, she never read Sandman, so she didn't know who that was. She just knew that she liked who that was. I love Sandman's death because she doesn't, she doesn't seem like all the other deaths where they, where they take it so seriously. Mm-hmm. She just says like it's a part of life. It's whatever. I want to read that manga that that they made where it was like supposed to be basically it's another, it's a Sandman story basically from her point of view. Huh. Like it's just it, it's not a manga in the sense that it's made in Japan it's just made in the style like you actually have to read it that way but okay. it's an American book huh. um, do you think they had to get the uh, the original writer's permission to do that because I know they have to they have to get his permission to use use her in like anything no no well I mean it, it's part of the Sandman universe it's just that it's 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 a Sandman story it's just told from her oh. point of view well, did he write to, it though I believe so oh okay then um, because I know that like like she's shown up in, in Marvel and stuff too, mm-hmm. Marvel and DC, which is interesting. Like she was apparently at uh, Rick Jones's wedding, hmm. and uh, apparently Thanos tried to hit on her. And oh, she, and death. She, yeah, she wasn't having it. <laughs> she's like, I'm not that deaf. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't care. What the hell was Thanos doing at Rick Jones's wedding? That's, that's it's what I, Thanos. <laughs> I, I haven't read the issue. Okay, 
it's a matter of Thanos. Apparently, a lot happens in that issue, and I'm also, like, and also, he's um, his best man is Hulk because it was like one of those Hulk's intelligent stages. Oh yeah, well, I mean, like, like what I'm saying is like, I mean, I understood why so many people were at like Black Panther's wedding. So many people, why so many people were at Green Arrow and Black Canary's wedding. Like th- these people have a lot of gravitas towards Dude, them. Dude, Rick Rick Jones has been in everything. He was an Avenger. He's been in every team. I don't. But to me, Rick Jones is like Jimmy Olsen. Like yeah. <laughs> And well, until he became a bomb. Before that, he was just like he was just Marvel's uh, Jimmy Olsen. Wasn't he also Captain Marvel for a while and like two other superheroes? <laughs> he he had like those. Uh, he, he was that character who had like those wrist things and he put them together and then he became the superhero and, he, and then he ended up in the negative zone. Oh yeah, he was that for like a while too. I remember, yeah, I remember that from what's it? The comic book called The Losers, I think. Uh-huh. That had like Ricochet, and like I think he yeah. had that guy in it too. Yeah, see, he he was that guy for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he, I, like, I swear to God, there was a continuity where he actually had the hammer, throws his hammer at one point. But I don't know if that was like, we'll find out canon, the next. But, uh, well, I remember, I remember there was a there was a Rick Jones comic, and uh, not Rick Jones. Um, during Countdown, what's his face? Jimmy Olsen was like, somebody was killing the new gods, mm-hmm. and they were basically using Rick, uh, using Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen, Olsen as the vessel, like basically just putting the the essence of the new gods into him. So he was getting everybody's power. Like he had wow. light, light Ray, Orion, like just all of these superpowers are going into him. He's like, what the hell is going on? I want to read that comic. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. I wasn't, um, I wasn't done. Hang on. <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll check a little. Um, you asked for a King of the Monsters game. Mm-hmm. And SNK is now owned by a Chinese company, so I don't know if that's gonna happen. Aww. Did I did I mention that before? No. no. Yeah, they're they're owned by a Chinese company now. It's called uh, Leo Millennium. What you make it sound like the Chinese don't exploit everything that they have. But their main reason to get the, the I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> their, <laughs> their main reason for the deal was to obtain the rights to SNK's IP and characters, and they want to use them for movies and TV shows. So there might not. Be, I don't know if they're gonna make games with their uh. with their actual properties. But they're gonna make so TV maybe it'll be a King of the Monsters TV show or movie, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing that happened. Um, uh, D-Man, who we brought up before, actually got his powers from the Power Broker, who was basically this like super '90s-looking guy that just gave powers to people. Hmm. And then he became even more '90s. He became like a, he had to put his body into a huge buff vessel, so '90s. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then he was mind controlled and turned into the new Scourge, and then he was shot and killed. And Scourge was the Thunderbolts undercover version of a character named Nuke, who was a Captain America villain who was made into a cyborg by the Weapons Plus program. So, <laughs> there you go. The more we learn. And because uh, that was like the same discussion where we started talking about Weapon X, so I had to I had to make it all all full circle. In the nineties, he had to become. Um was like in the nineties, he had to give his soul to Rob Layfield. To like <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looked like. Yeah. Um, Captain America had a national toll-free hotline in the comics. Nice. And incoming incoming calls were recorded, transferred to printed text, and transmitted transmitted by computer to Captain America's portable briefcase terminal. <laughs> which he had an interface for in, in a van that he traveled across the United States in. <laughs> now, was this when he was Cap or was he Nomad at this No, one? no, this was Cap. Okay. This is old comic. This is, when he, this is what his comic was about, was him traveling to help people that called his toll-free hotline, <laughs> which was apparently funded by a, by his... Because apparently all of his money was still in the bank when he was in when he was frozen. Like that episode of Futurama? Yes. Yeah. Um, it was all his pay from like the army and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he had a ton of money, so it all went into that. 
and then he used that to figure out what crimes he could help you know help people with. So if you have the money, if you need the help, and you can af- and you can find him, get Captain America. There was no red stripe though. Anyway, and then I haven't written here. I don't remember why you asked me to put this, but you you specifically asked me to write that Hulk Hogan was the same age as Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Well, because we, we discussed that, because we were talking about um, Rowdy Roddy Piper passing away, and we were yeah. discussing about um, Hulk Who's Hogan being, like, like, being he's still alive. He's still fired alive. for his racist remarks. Yeah. And, you know, and then, then we, we got into the discussion about age, and like, yeah, Rowdy Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan are the same age Okay, currently. That, that, was, that was what brought that about. Okay, I'm done. All I'm right. done now. <laughs> All right, so that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. This is Isaiah. Dan. And this is Ed. Uh, wishing you good night. Take care. I love, love you. you.